We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Mm-hmm. You had some hot rods? I had some hot rods. How was it? It was delicious. It says award-winning Yankee barbecue. Like some Yankee Q. New York Yankee or like Northern or Yankee? Ten great barbecue joints in the USA. Hot rods is simply awesome. Uh, awesome. That's how you said it. Too awesome. It was delicious. Really? What'd you have? They brought wings. Wings only. It was great. Smoked barbecue wings. Smoked barbecue wings. Okay. Spicy or naked? Uh, they weren't naked, but they weren't. They were not top level spice. According they said, to the guy. They said hot rods monster wings. So they were huge. Um, they were meaty. Okay, but well, that's what you want, meaty. Yeah, they were meaty. They were good. This place smelled great. Hot rods, monster wings, the first rub with a secret seasoning, and then smoked in a pit for three hours, then flash fried and coated with your favorite homemade sauce. All that adds up to awesome. Huh, you didn't save me any. You sorry, punk. I don't think they would have they would have saved well until this morning. Demon deviled eggs, boneless chicken strips. Hmm. Okay. And they got some Tex-Mex. Grilled quesadillas. Baja fish taco. Roadkill burrito. Now, that's got my name written all over. Mm-hmm. Roadkill burrito. Warm flour tortilla. Stuffed with red beans and rice. Southwest cheese. Pico de gallo. And barbecue pulled pork. Topped with barbecue sauce and some more cheese. $17. It better be good. $17. Mm. That's a big old burrito. And a big old price. Okay. And some comfort food. They do everything at Hot Rod. Yeah. This last one, I'm going to get back to some sports. Manifold meatloaf. Served with garlic mashed potatoes, seasoned veggie, and a honey stung fried chicken. Honey stung. I guess that means they drizzle a little honey on top of the chicken. Just touch it. Four-piece dinner, deep fried in zero trans fat oil. Drizzled with honey, served with coleslaw and boardwalk fries. You're about to sound like foghorn leghorn. What's going on right now? And some jacked up jambalaya. We jack it up, dog. We jack over red beans and rice. That sounds good. They got something for you vegetarians out there, and and it's gluten-free. Yeah, cool. There's a meatloaf I'm going to get. There's a new spot I tried last Friday mm-hmm. called Spoon Fed NYC. Okay. My man's from South Kakalaki. Okay. That's South Carolina. It is. G- Geechee Talk. And uh, they have a bacon wrap meatloaf. I didn't get Whoa. that. But I had the greens. I had the mac and cheese. We had pretty much everything except for that. I forget what my, my main meal was. We had, fried, we had some fried NYC. okra. What was my entree? I'm trying to remember my entree. Oh, I had the fried pork chops. It was damn good. But I got to go back because I want that bacon wrap meatloaf. Never had that before. What's going today? Spoon Fed NYC over off of uh, West 51st Street. They've mm. been open about two months. Got to check them out. From South Kakalaki. From South mm. Kakalaki. But Hira making me hungry. Uh, this all coming to you live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studio. Yes, it is. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. I didn't send me no wing. I think I've told you that that's Brian Jones. I'm Andrew Bogish in for Geo. Mm-hmm. Mikey B is here. Ben is in for Pete, which is better news for some than others. 
Way to go, Dan. Marco Belletti has your last update on this show of the morning in about 20 minutes. We will also check in in this final hour of Geo and Jones with uh, Gary Stokin, the CEO and president of the Peach Bowl, the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Just a small game coming up, Saturday. Yeah, a little Very Alabama, a little Florida State. Nothing to see here. Move right along, Saturday folks. Saturday night, the Peach Bowl folks also putting on the Peach Bowl, which will be on New Year's Day as the opener to the national semifinals. Mm-hmm. And then the stadium and the committees will host the national title game in Atlanta as well. Now, this is the Chick-fil-A kickoff yeah. game, right? It games. Games, I mean, Tennessee and Georgia Tech, right. Can't Chick-fil-A, forget that one on Monday. Games and Chick-fil-A will actually be open in the new Mercedes yes. Dome. Yes. Not can, like the Falcons games on Sundays. We can confirm that with Gary momentarily. Right now, uh, let us talk about professional football. Le'Veon Bell is one of them, although he is not yet with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Though tomorrow is the assumed day he will report. Um, and that has gained more validity based on some CBA minutia. Okay. Uh, it behooves him to report tomorrow uh, before rosters are reduced and cut to 53. Because if he came in after that, he could be subject to a roster exemption, which means he couldn't. He might actually miss the first week or two of the season. Right. So if he goes back tomorrow, he puts himself on the active roster, and he's in no danger of that scenario. So he's going to go back, and I, I guess he's going to go back to buddies, uh, but a couple of the Pittsburgh Steelers have whined, complained, wished that Le'Veon Bell was with them all this summer at training camp instead of being at home, not yet signing his franchise tag tender. As you might have expected, Le'Veon Bell heard those minor complaints. What you might not have expected is that he wrapped <laughs> his response. Uh, I believe this is from Instagram, Snapchat, somewhere, but it is Le'Veon Bell responding to Antonio Brown and Bud Dupree, particularly of his fellow Steelers. A.B., yeah, I see y'all cuz. Big dog, I got pups bigger than air, bud. Are you aware, bud, why I'm not at practice? I'm going to need 17 because 26 is savage. They say the franchise should be enough. Pockets of Professor Clump. Come on, lad. Let me get back to my day. I can't keep showing Buddy love. So where do you want to begin? Woo! Yeah. Well, again, okay. thankfully, John Carlos Stanton can hit, and thankfully, mm. Le'Veon Bell can run with a football under Sweet his arm. Feet. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The man that brought us Shrimp Bayless yeah. has yeah. now brought us that as well. Shrimp Bayless. Oh, no, 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 no. I've been no, hearing no, you. No, 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 no. Have I said to, that I've heard you we, recently? We don't need to hear about Shrimp. <laughs> shrimp Bayless. We need to eat some. We don't need to hear about it. Uh, where do you begin? What? Well, that's the name of the game today, whether you're a professional athlete, one of the best in the business at the running back position in the NFL, or you're a college athlete, or you're a baseball player, basketball player, it doesn't matter. That's how we communicate today via social media. That's how you respond uh, to critics or to your fans. It's via this platform, and that's why this platform generates billions and billions of valuations, because that's the go-to place to get your message out. Unfiltered, unadulterated, boom, here you go. I'm going to need 17 because 26 is savage. 26 yeah. is savage. Well, $17 million is the reference there. Mm, uh, yeah, 
not the tw- the paltry 12 mil that the franchise tag will bring him mm, this year. He wants 17 because he's sad. But I'm going to take me, that 12. See me pounding, pouting over here, Kevin Colbert? I, I, I'm going to take that 12, though. Yeah, I'm not going to turn it down, Mm-mm. bud, but I'm gonna, I am gonna would like 17. Yeah. That's not coming. There you go. Now, my favorite and also least favorite part is the staged interruption from his friend that brings Lev uh, back to his workout. I don't know if you – it's not – it's, it's on, Yeah, mm-hmm. that guy – that's his homie trying to have a dog. You said enough. Again. You wrapped enough. Come on. Oh, let me Come step on, out of this bush and say to you awkwardly, Lev, we should go back to working out. That's oh, Maceo, man. Keys. That's just Robin. You got to have that sidekick. Come on. I'm sorry. What? Maceo. Who's Maceo? That guy? James Brown. Back in the day. Part See of a, the band. A pip. Moving. Grooving. <laughs> He's the one to put the cape over James Brown. Put the... You, you ever seen James Brown perform? You didn't see the movie? Uh, damn. What is it? What's the name of the movie? We played a song. Get up. Get on up. What's the song we played for James Brown to bring us back to the show? Nobody knows. Everybody's solid. Boy, I tell you. What are they doing back there? I have no idea. Again. Get on up. Get up. Get up. Get on up. Get on up. Yeah. See? Maceo. The background there. Get on up. Oh, that's Maceo. Get up. Okay. You didn't see the James Brown flick? Get up with uh, my man uh, who played Jackie Robinson. Did you see it? Yes, it's great. I watch it every time it's on. Oh, what is Chadwick Boseman? Yes, he's an excellent actor. He is. He should have been. He should have gotten an award for that uh, performance. He was outstanding as James Brown. Outstanding. Got nothing. Zilch. Zero. It's a shame. Does he do non biopics? And you know what? I don't think so because I think he's in a movie where he's Thurgood Marshall coming out this this fall. Yeah, I think I just saw that the other day. Oh, well, good for him. Ranch out. He's good, but yeah, get up. Well, get on up. Maceo would bring the robe out for him. Le'Veon Bell's dude is not Maceo or Robin. No, he's not. What's he calling? Come on, who? Lev Lav. Oh, Lev Lav. I don't know. But they're going. They're going back to business now. That's a working out to earn those seventeen because he's sad. Um, If come on, Lav. If you work in Pittsburgh, and maybe Greg can make this happen for us, and you're not asking Mike Tomlin the next time you can to respond to this <laughs> so he can use his Mike Tomlin words to respond to this, you're not doing your job. I, I, I need. I, I love when Tomlin drops that knowledge on us. He's not that representing himself in the best possible way right now. Yeah. This is not the way. Yeah, he's a partial, uh, partial participant. <laughs> yeah, that's probably my favorite. God, I love that guy. I really, really do. Uh, staying with the Steelers, they've got a new player, Joe Hayden. Cut by the Browns in the morning. Drew Rosenhaus' agent said immediately uh, he will have new work by ne- by tomorrow afternoon. And it was actually that afternoon right. that he goes to Pittsburgh. It's three years, $27 million. I guess seven mil is guaranteed right away, which connects to the four mil he was guaranteed by the Browns, which gets him to the $11 million he thought he was going to make this year in Cleveland. Um the Steelers have they need quarterbacks. They've tried all offseason through free agency and other ways to get one. Now they got one, but what are they getting from a guy who has missed the 14 games over the last two years and hasn't been the same exact player that got the big contract from the Browns that eventually led to him getting dumped yesterday? Yeah, you're talking about a, a, a perennial all-pro guy uh, who who has played well when he's healthy, as you just mentioned. Uh, pro Bowl 2013-2014, he's missed all those games the last couple years, so he's been struggling uh, to stay on the field, and that's why Cleveland felt like that – uh, coupled with the uh, the contract, as much money. I think he's scheduled to make eleven million, 
and that's why they attempted to trade him and then subsequently uh, just uh, released him. And, and so I didn't think he would stay on the streets that long as well. I, I'm with his agent. I thought he would be uh, – the phone would be blowing up. And I, I was hoping the Cowboys would be in that number, and they yeah. were. Apparently the Cowboys, the Colts, and the Saints – uh, were in the number as apparently fun. they were richer offers. Yeah, if he wanted to be offers. a Steeler. Yeah, and and he he went to a team that has been beating him ever since he joined <laughs> the Cleveland Browns, and 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 I think a team that's going to be as I said to Dan Fouts, it's going to be one of uh, those teams that may be able to knock off the Patriots this year and, and get back to the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, and it's I mean it's a it's a winnable division. I mean, uh, you know, the Ravens are in a weird spot because we don't know everything about Joe Flacco, and they've had. I mean, I don't know if you guys have mentioned this on the show because I don't listen to every single second, but they've had 10 guys go on IR just this summer. Yeah. I mean, they're falling apart, and key guys, McClellan on special teams the other day, I mean, all over the place. So I just, I, you know, at some point it's too much to overcome. I'm just kind of over the Bengals. They can prove me wrong, but I'm just, I'm not getting behind them anymore because. Really? Yeah, they're just. You know, I like I, the Bengals this year. I, I, I like what. Uh... I like what you're doing. I, I like the John Ross signing at wide receiver. You need someone to take some pressure off for A.J. Green. You need Tyler Eifert to stay healthy. Joe Mixon uh, is a three-down back, uh, even though you still have Jeremy Hill there and you have Gio, uh, my man Bernard, Giovanni yes. Bernard. Uh, so uh, I, I like what they're doing. And uh, so I, it's going to be a – like it always is a knockout drag out between Cincinnati and, and Pittsburgh in that division. You know, I'm not even saying that they're a bad team um, and that they're, they're not going to be good or not going to win football games. But uh, I've just, I'm kind of over Marvin Lewis as the head coach. I'm over the way they kind of do business. I'm, I can't, you know, the Joe Mixon thing is there's so many, um, there's so many issues involved there. And I just, you know, I, it's a weird thing. And this is, it's a, completely way to belittle the point. I don't mean to, but even like last night sitting in our CBS sports radio newsroom fantasy draft, I'm sitting there and I need a running back and there's Joe Mixon. And he's like the number one ranked running back mm-hmm. left on the board. And I'm just like, I don't want to have to deal even from a fantasy perspective with Joe Mixon. Why so is I've that? Just, I mean, he, he was punished for, for his, yeah, his interaction with that and young it's fine. lady. He can, he can work. Right, um, but it's the same thing I've thought of with guys who have been on my team. Like you know, Josh Brown with the Giants last year, Jose Reyes with the Mets. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to have guys like that f- affecting my emotional status when it comes to my teams. Mm-hmm. So who'd you pick in today? Uh, I don't remember at that point <laughs> now, but not Joe Mixon. Okay, I might have picked Rob Kelly from the Redskins. Oh, okay. Good pick. Out of Tulane. Fat Rob. Yeah. yeah. I might have went with Is him. Is that his nickname, Fat Rob? I, I believe so. They call him Fat Rob? Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, the Bengals might absolutely... You can. I'm, I'm not saying that they're not going to win 10 games and not win the North. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just have, from a football perspective, and I guess from a personal perspective, um, I have my reservations. And they could very well prove me wrong, and especially when they get to the postseason, I don't think anybody can put anything behind them because of what they have not done in January that has to be a prove me wrong, wait and see approach to them then. Uh, but they're they're a fine football team, and that's a it's the, the the AFC North. It's a hefty division, um, but I think the Steelers are the ones left standing when we get to the end of the year. And I would have thought that whether or not they signed Joe Hayden yesterday for whatever they gave. Joe yeah, Hayden. I was thinking that as well. Uh, even prior to the the uh, signing of Hayden, that uh, the Steelers would be the bell cow uh, in the North as they have been. 
all the Peach Bowl talk you can handle with our good friend <laughs> Gary Stoken, the CEO of Peach Bowl you Inc. You should send us a peach cobbler or something. It is, I'd take some Chick-fil-A. It is a big weekend for them in Atlanta, a big year for them all together. Gary was on the show last year, had a good time then. Back he comes this year after Marco's next update, which is next on Geo and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Check us out on Facebook at Geo and Jones. They have a new hit, Fall Out Boy, or is it one dude? This is Fallout Boy. It's Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. That is pop culture icon Brian do they, Jones. Do they have a new hit? Fallout Boys or Fallout Boy? Uh, it's Fallout Boy, but right. there's more than one. I believe uh, Pete Wentz, who was at one time married to the other Simpson daughter, I believe, uh, is in that band. I, I, there's at least was three. Was it Ashley Simpson? Ashley Simpson, She's gross. yeah. She was in that one video I saw. Her, man, they were in a band, and she was pooping. Nasty Once again, man. that is Brian Jones. Nasty. Just nasty. I'm Andrew Bogish. Gross. Gary Stoken is a gentleman. Is he on the line? Not yet. Oh, good. We'll discuss all things they mess Peach, up my Bowl Peach Cobbler. With him in just a second. He owes me a Peach Cobbler. I got a bone to pick with Gary. Mm-hmm. You good? What? You're, you're stealing time from your boy here. Who? Oh, my, oh Marco. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking right, so about that was bad. There's only three of us in the room. That's not right. <laughs> Took this long, but the truth finally comes bad, out. That's not right. My bad. Doesn't right. even know your name. My bad. I'm Marco Belletti. <laughs> <laughs> Marco, whenever you're ready, the stage is yours. I don't want to hear about my sorry Yankees anymore. Let's see. All right, we'll start now. Kyrie Irving introduced at a press <laughs> conference in Boston tomorrow as the Cavs accepted that 2020 second round pick finishes off the blockbuster deal. Cleveland, of course, had the issues with the hip injury for Isaiah Thomas after his physical, but eventually relented. They get just that second rounder in three years to finish off the deal. And while in baseball, the Twins continue their resurgence after being a doormat last year. Rosario leads off as he swings and skies to center and deep. Angle back. Angle at the wall. It is up and gone. Home run. Multi-homer night for Rosario. One to left and now to the berm in dead center. He has 20 on the year. And the Twins lead 6-0. Matty Rosario going deep twice, helping the Twins thump the White Sox 11-1 as they continue to lead the second wild card by one game. This is a team that won 59 games last year. It's Corey Provis with a call on the Twins Radio Network. Angels remain one back after their comfort behind 10-8 victory of the A's. Albert Pujols, pair of homers. Cliff Pennington had the go-ahead grand slam. Orioles slipped by the Mariners 8-7. They upped their win streak to 7 as they pulled it within a game and a half of that second wild card. Indians have won 7 in a row as well. They took both ends of a doubleheader from the Yankees, 2-1 and 9-4. Red Sox dumped the Blue Jays 7-1. They've opened up at a 5.5 game lead in the East. Nationals blanked the Marlins 4-zip. Steven Strasburg, complete game shutout. He also homered in that one. Cubs rounded the Pirates 17-2. So the Brewers were looking to keep pace, and they did it in uh, pretty dramatic fashion. Here it is. Swinging and a fly ball in the center. Back. Warning track. Leaping, and he got it! just brought one back in the ballpark. That was the final out of the game. Yeah, hell of a catch, too. preserving a 6-5 win over the Cardinals. They stay three and a half out, and the one and only Bob Euchre with the call on the Brewers Radio Network. Some NFL news. Bengals linebacker Vontez Burfick saw suspension get reduced five games to three from that hit on a defenseless receiver. Seahawks reportedly are shopping wide receiver Jermaine Curse. Steelers pounced quickly, came to terms with former Pro Bowl corner Joe Hayden just hours after he was cut by the Browns. It's reportedly three years and $27 million. Johnny Manziel, another swing and a miss at a comeback attempt. Hamilton Tiger Cats of the CFL. So too many red flags after they worked him out to a series of physical and See, we mental have tests. 
<laughs> yeah. All right. So they've passed for now on the former Heisman winner because they still remain his rights on their negotiation list. And we got a couple of college football games today in the top 10. Number two, Ohio State opens on the road for Indiana. And 10th ranked Oklahoma State will host Tulsa. Boys. Thank you very much, Marco Belletti. Let us get back on that guest line as promised and complain about no peach cobblers because Brian always needs free gifts. Oh, Gary's in the uh, he, he's in the doghouse. I don't always need free gifts, but he he owes me one because he's in the doghouse. Gary Stokin is the CEO and president of Peach Bowl Incorporated. He's with us here on Geo and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Gary, I'm Andrew. You know Brian. Thanks for the time this morning. We appreciate it. Well, thanks, Andrew. And mentally, I'm uh, sending Brian a Chick Fil A. Be our guest sandwich card. <laughs> Listen, you were here in studio with us last year. You recall that, right? I do. Yeah, I emailed you. Thanks for coming on the show. It was a pleasure. Hope to see you down in Atlanta soon. Got nothing. Crickets. Didn't wow. even reply to my email. Because you haven't come to Atlanta yet. Yes, I have. You know, we, we provide Southern <laughs> hospitality. You did not reply to the email, Gary. So you've been to Atlanta, but you didn't call me. Why would I call you? You, me, huh? you you ignored my email. <laughs> Gary, thank you for doing to Brian what Brian does to all of us. There was one time <laughs> this was payback. where I invited Brian and the whole crew here to a barbecue at my house. I think it was for Memorial Day. He responded before Labor Day as if the text was new. <laughs> so he deserved whatever you get. Yeah, he's a big timer. Yeah, oh, I'm the big guys are big timers. Listen, you guys that are in Atlanta are big timers because you just you just greedy. You want to have all the marquee games there in your new fancy stadium. I tell you, it's amazing, Brian, to think about. This is our 50th year for the old Peach Bowl, which almost went out of business in 1985, and here we are last year closing the Georgia Dome with a record attendance crowd having number one against number four and fast forward nine months and we're opening the new mercedes-benz stadium with number one against number three in the goat game uh the greatest opener all time of 149 years of college football we are uh, truly blessed to uh to be in this business and to be in a situation to be able to do this how do you go about choosing the teams to participate in this initial game well, it's interesting. My wife calls me a beautiful mind because I've got like uh, recruiting rankings for schools. You know, two uh, two years out, I've got the uh, the schedules of the teams. Of you know, uh, I, I just look at a lot of data, and you know, you have a lot of conversations with coaches and ads about when they have an opening, who would they play, who wouldn't they play. And that's why I give credit to Jimbo and Nick. Uh, I give them all the credit in the world. To want to compete at the highest level is what their programs and them individually are all about. And for them to want to play in a game like this against each other in the first game of the season, uh, that's what competition's all about. That's what those two are all about, and that's what their programs are all about. Frankly, that's why Florida State and Alabama are the two winningest programs over the last 10 years in college football. But, Gary, how does this work in general? Were they thinking about playing, and then you you kind of said, hey, play with us? Or did you go to them and say, do you guys want to play in our game in 2017? Yeah, it's interesting. I talked to Jimbo when he got the job in 2010, I think, at Florida State, about coming to play in our game at some point because we had started the kickoff format in 2008. Uh, he said, Gary, let me get my recruits and my process in place, and uh, we'll talk down the road. 
Fast forward to 2013, where 2011 they played in our bowl game against South Carolina. I hit him again. He said, we're getting there, not ready yet. 2013, they win the national championship. We visited, and he said, yeah, we're ready. Um, and, and as I said earlier, in parallel, you have to talk to a lot of coaches and ADs. I had talked to uh, Nick Saban and Bill Battle about when we could get Alabama back because we had them in 14, I believe, and 17 was the first time we could get them back. And so it went to Nick, said, hey, I got Florida State, wants to play, would you play Jimbo? Because knowing they're really good friends, they grew up in West Virginia, they were on the same staff at LSU, you never know when a friend wants to play against another friend. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a tough situation for some coaches. And Nick said, yeah, we, we want to play the best competition the first game of the year every year. And so he was all in, and Jimbo said, yep, we're ready, and so he was all in. Now, we didn't know that we'd have number one against number three in the, the GOAT game. We, we thought they'd be top ten, but uh, this is very, very special to have number one against number three. Gary, these games generate a ton of buzz and also a ton of money. Now, you're giving up a home date. How do, you, how do the, the teams recoup that money that they would otherwise make if this was a home game? Yeah, that's a great question, Greg, and I, and I like it because now Greg, wait, wait, Gary, don't give Greg my credit. Greg's not even here today, man. Oh, oh, see, yeah. see, that, that's, Gary, that's strike two. That's strike two, man. <laughs> this is the greatest day ever. Yeah, this, this, I'm getting back at him. You realize that? Too. <laughs> you know, when somebody rips you, you got to yeah. be able to come back at him. <laughs> Uh, he's not listening him. now. If you you could call him Bryant at one point too, if you wanted, that's uh, that's happened before. Well, no, I, I I talk to the guys on the CBS set, and they tell me that Brian rips everybody all the time. Mm-hmm. So you got to get back at him. So mm-hmm. I'm still I'm still trying to recoup from the earlier comments he made about me not getting back to him. Okay. Um, but uh, Brian portrayed as Greg. The answer to that question is that. You know, the the, um, the home-and-home series are traditional. It's what made college football the intersectional rivalries, and I believe in it wholeheartedly. However, there's a couple things going on right now in college football. Number one is the CFP is mandating that you play a tougher non-conference schedule. You can't always get that done with a home-and-home home for scheduling purposes. Mm-hmm. Also, from a financial standpoint, you know, Florida, Michigan down in, in uh, Dallas this year will make $6 million a team. Florida State, Alabama in our game will make $5 million a team. You know, they're netting probably two and a half, three million dollars $3 million for a home game. Gotcha. So from an AD perspective, this is a financial windfall. And if you're in the ACC and the SEC where you have four non-conference games, if you schedule seven home games, that meets your home uh, season ticket holders' desires, and that also financially makes your budget. You've got one game left in the ACC and SEC to schedule. If you can do it neutral-neutral, like Alabama's been so successful in doing, like last year they played in Dallas, this year with us, next year Orlando. By the way, those are also recruiting hotbeds for Alabama. That's how far Nick Saban is ahead of of people in his thinking. Um, if you can schedule neutral-neutral, you're making money both years. If you schedule home-and-home, home, you're making money when you're at home. But when you go away, you don't make any money. So you're talking about a $5 million financial windfall by scheduling a game like this. 
instead of going away on the backside of a home-and-home series. So um, for those reasons, financial, for recruiting reasons to be in hotbeds, for the CFP data point to differentiate yourself to get into the college football playoff at the end of the year, those are three of the big reasons. And you hit Brian on an (laughs) earlier one, and that was all the exposure that Florida State and Alabama's got. I mean, if if I were to add it up from after the Clemson-Alabama championship game, it's priceless what exposure they both got by playing in this game and the amount of uh, talk. Um, you know, you, Brian wouldn't have me on if this game wasn't number one versus three. He wouldn't even call me. He wouldn't even email me back. <laughs> uh, Gary Stokin is the CEO and president of Peach Bowl, Inc. Um, the roof in this new building, the Chick-fil-A stand, what's going to be open Saturday and Monday, Gary? Yeah, it's a very special stadium. I mean, give Arthur Blank all the credit in the world. Uh, He's put his money where his mouth is, but he he strategically created this experience uh, with a fan in mind. So whether it's the 360-degree halo board, which is taller than Jerry Jones' board in Dallas, but goes 360 degrees all the way around, it's very unobtrusive to the viewing, uh, but an added experience. Uh, The concessions... You're going to buy a hot dog and a hamburger for 2 or $3. Sweet. You're going to buy a Chick-fil-A for uh, what you pay for it in a store because Chick-fil-A actually has a store in the stadium. Uh, you're going to buy Coke for 2 bucks and get free refills. So what he's done is he ta- he's taken the Augusta Masters format mm-hmm. where you, you, know, you can get pimento cheese sandwiches for $1.50 mm. um, and really taken it into college football um, and pro football. Um, there's a hundred yard bar on the third level, uh, with all kind of food opportunities, etc. Um, you normally don't get that on the third level of a stadium. Um, so he's, he's really done a great job of thinking this through and it's world-class. It's state of the art. It's the best facility in the world. And, um, it's, it's going to be a great, uh, great home for us with our Chick-fil-A kickoff games and our 50th Chick-fil-A peach bowl this year on January 1st. And uh, it's interesting in Atlanta, five of the top five conventions in this town this year, and we're the fourth largest convention town in the United States behind Orlando, Chicago, Las Vegas, and then Atlanta are going to be college football games. Our two Chick-fil-A kickoff games, which will have 75,000 each, our Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, our SEC championship game, and the national um, CFP college football national championship games played in Atlanta this year. That's how important college football is in Atlanta, and that's why we call Atlanta the college football capital. Man, you had me at pimento cheese. They eat those pimento cheese sandwiches up here, Drew? They up do in not. New York? Y'all, no. don't, y'all, don't, y'all don't get down like that? Nope. Oh, man, you don't know what you're missing out on. That's some good stuff. Uh, and, and you got Andrew, to- Brian, Brian will bring you one next time he comes up. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't eat it on the way back, <laughs> trust me, they don't last too long around me. And, and let's not forget, you got Tennessee and, and Georgia Tech coming in there. Uh, and, and last year, it was UNC and Georgia, I believe, at that Saturday afternoon as we embarked on a 2016 season, and that was a pretty damn good one. Uh, Tennessee and Georgia Tech looking for about same type of response. Uh, ideally, you know, you're dealing with one and, and three, Florida State and Alabama, so maybe not as much buzz, but still a, a good matchup. No, it's exactly right, Brian. I mean, you're talking about an old ACC-SEC rivalry, and we're going to do something special. We're going to honor Bobby Dodd 
we manage the Dodd Trophy, which is the most coveted college coach of the year, uh, head coach of the year award. And uh, Coach Dodd was is is one of only three people inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame as a player and a coach. And Brian, you were a great player, but you can appreciate out of 149 years of college football, there's only three people wow. that have had that. Now it'll be four this year when Steve Spurrier goes in mm-hmm. as a coach, as he's already in as a player. So we're going to honor Coach Dodd because he was an All-American quarterback at Tennessee under uh, Coach Neyland. And then he was a national championship coach at Georgia Tech. So we're going to do something special to honor Coach Dodd and the Dodd Trophy. Um, but you're right. I think this is a little bit of a sleeper game. And there's some great games this weekend. But uh, this is a meaningful game uh, between the ACC and the SEC. And also two different styles, two different coaches that, you know, are – uh, interesting coaches in their own right. And um, so, yeah, that game is also sold out. So we've got two sellouts. We'll pack 75,000 people wow. into Mercedes-Benz Stadium on Saturday and Monday night. Well, that's great, Gary. Congrats on all the success and 50 years that you're celebrating there at the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Wonderful. Well, Brian, next time you're in Atlanta, I, I, I'm not going to buy you a peach cobbler, but I'll <laughs> buy you a peach milkshake and a, a Chick-fil-A sandwich. <laughs> you got it. I'll take you up on it. Appreciate it. <laughs> thank you, guys. Gary, thank you for putting Brian in his place. We appreciate it. So if you can, and you, you <laughs> succeeded. you guys again. Okay, buddy. <laughs> Gary Stoken is the president and CEO of Peach Bowl, Inc. It's a huge year for them and a huge year Big. for college football. In Atlanta. There's a good Chick-fil-A scene in Hard Knocks, who you haven't seen yet. Oh, is that right? Cool. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. You mentioned the, the, the convention cities. I, I thought he was going to say New Orleans. I thought New Orleans was in the in, in top four. Maybe it's been now, jumped by Atlanta. Yeah, maybe it has been jumped by Atlanta. But I, New Orleans, everyone heads down to New Orleans for their events. I knew Vegas was in there. Right. Uh, I'm surprised Chicago is uh, in there because, you know, you get the winter. Nobody's right. going to Chicago during the winter. You don't want to hold any events in Chicago during the winter. So I, I thought New, it would be Vegas, New Orleans. What was the other one he said? Uh, Orlando, of course. Yeah. Yeah, and and then. And Atlanta. Atlanta, Atlanta. Vegas, Chicago. Maybe he left out New Orleans on purpose because, you know, there's a big robbery between Atlanta <laughs> yeah. and New Orleans. They're actually number one. Yeah. What <laughs> no, Vegas is number one, of course. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. We can finish up with your phone calls. We'll finish up as well. Um, with Aaron Rodgers and his mustache and Dana White and pay-per-view, pay-per-view, pay-per-view buys. <laughs> Next on Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. It's Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. One of them let you speak yeah, to their graduating yeah. students. Yeah, they did. Stumbled out of the, the starting gates, but we, we, we recovered. Yeah. A team that no longer exists drafted you in a round that no longer exists into the NFL. The team exists. Not the Oakland Raiders. Team exists. The no, LA, they, Raiders. LA Raiders, right. Yeah, I mean, it's still the team. Yeah. It's still the Raiders. Yeah. The organization still exists, right. just in a different, different city. city. Yeah. Different city. Right. The eighth round is long since left Yeah, us, that's though. gone. Okay. That's gone. Uh-huh. Multiple teams after that gave you contracts to mm-hmm. play for them. How about that? Damn. You were on radio every day. You were on TV almost every day, including the star of the pregame show for the most valuable property in college football today, SEC football. Oh, man, Adam Zucker's going to be so upset with you. Because he's the star. He's franchise. Zucker, man. 
you were the star of one of the most underrated movies in cinema history. There you go. Stepping back. There you go. And will feature prominently in the in production Stepping Back 2, Back from the Grave. There you, boom. There Damn. it is. How'd you know that? All of that. Back from the grave. Despite the Abdul. man consistently yes. coming to you, mm-hmm. trying to knock you down. Yep. The Gary Some, Stokens of the world. The, the Gary Stoken of 19-whatever that walked into your front yard and shot your dog. Yep, that's it. But did I allow, <laughs> did I allow that to deter me? No. Hell no. Mm-mm. Right. Can't you keep a, are an American hero. Book him by God. I am a true American. Once he's yes. done playing Thurgood Marshall after playing James Brown or playing Jackie Robinson, Chadwick Boseman is going to play you. Boom. I couldn't think of anyone better. You know, Denzel's locked up for too the next old. couple of years. Yeah. yeah, a little too old. A little too. too old. Yeah, Boseman. Yeah, call me, dog. You got to do this. In the screen adaptation of your mm-hmm. biography mm-hmm. from pro, pro from, to from, from Poe <laughs> to Prosecco. That's it. That's it. I like that. Uh-huh. Already got a trademark. Yep. Um, did you know, by the way, that it's <laughs> Rewards Member Appreciation Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts? appreciate that Prosecco. Yeah. For a limited time, you'll find double point offers on appearance. On appearance. <laughs> on appearance items? Is that right? You say so. What's an appearance item? Just show up, you get an item. I'm, I thought I made a mistake, but that's what it says. And I make don't an know appearance, what it man. Oil specials and more. If you're not a member yet, sign up today. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices. Every day. Every day. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is a cool mustache. I'm jealous of that. Uh, Dana White says Floyd Medweather versus Conor McGregor. Six point five million pay per view buys. Now he said this in a weird kind of like Instagram conversation, so we don't know all of the facts behind it. That might be a worldwide figure. Uh, Those who know how these things go don't think that the fight is going to set any American records, uh, but it's doing very very well in other countries like Canada and Ireland, um, and should set records there. They're also giving a bunch of money back to people who had paid 100 bucks through UFC.TV to watch right. this fight, and they couldn't. So who knows what the economics are at the end, but I'm assuming everyone that was attached to this fight from a business perspective is going to be fairly happy. Uh, 6.5 million pay-per-view buys, no matter how you arrived at that number, you are, are ecstatic about that number, especially the fighters, because they get a piece of that action. So that, that's a hell of a feat. Uh, for this mashup uh, between a UFC fighter and a traditional boxer uh, for it to generate that type of uh, cash, uh, that's a win. That's a huge win uh, for everyone involved and windfall. And and, uh, you look at Steven Espinosa, everyone who was taking shots when this was announced, oh, you got to ruin boxing, you got to ruin UFC, this is just raw, you shouldn't do it. Uh, They've been vindicated. But don't ever do it again. Yeah, <laughs> I keep hearing little whispers here and there, reading about it, rematches in the MMA octagon. Once was enough. It was fun. Now, apparently the building was not sold out in Vegas on Saturday. Um, they probably did not get the pie-in-the-sky PP view number they wanted to get off of this. 
no matter what you do. No matter 6.5. How you, what do you mean they didn't get what they wanted? Well, I think they wanted That's to beat. Almost $700 million. Well, I, I think the, the goal was to beat Mayweather Pacquiao, and they might not beat that here in the U.S. I don't, I don't care how you arrived at 6.5. Let me reiterate. Let me reiterate. Mm, please, reiterate away. 6.5 million pay-per-view buys. Right? I think I said buys. Yeah. And 100 bucks a clip. They I did very care. well. They did extremely well. So Mayweather's looking to get about $300 million, anywhere from two to $300 million. You got McGregor's going to get about $100 million. Somebody going to get $300 million. Mm-hmm. And then all the money that was spent in Las Vegas, everyone who, who ventured there, mm-hmm. man, this is a win. Way to go, Steven Espinosa. Enjoy yes. that brisket. Well done. Enjoy the brisket. Um, but, again, don't do it again. Don't. Because you well, can't. The rematch can't. Well, it can't. depends on who No, no, comes. no, no, no. No? They can't, they, they can't fight again. It's just it's not a thing. Okay. It once was great. It worked out well, All whether right. it was legit or don't the get way green. they well, wanted to have those personalities. The fight was better than expected. You don't have those personalities. You don't have any, any personalities that can generate no. that type of deal. It was good. We saw it. Some of us went there and saw it in person, had a great time. We seen it. It's good. Yeah. It Give good. us something else. Yeah. So what is up with you and Aaron Rodgers' mustache? Why are you jealous of that? You can't grow a stash. You I have can't. a stash. Yeah, it's not good though. It doesn't come up in pictures. You don't really see it well when it's when I'm in pictures, it looks like I have a weird like Amish chin strap beard. I can't you do look Amish. Yeah, the you, beard you, you the mustache part. No, I haven't gotten a rum spring or anything else you want to throw at me. I just asked you make bland food like the Amish. So yeah, anyway they can grow the full kind of seventies handlebar porn mm-hmm. stash. I appreciate. And Aaron had it going on. <laughs> Okay. That's all I'm going to say. All right. So we should hook him up with uh, Kendra Lust. Can right. I give you a, a, a gift before we leave? Sure. What is uh, when you and Greg created your Spanish alter egos, what was the name he gave you? Uh, El Loco? No, wasn't it uh, Chocolatito? Oh, yes. Chocolatito, like the boxer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just uh, found out that he existed. I didn't the, know he was a real person. The boxer, yes. Roman Chocolatito Gonzalez. You want, Yeah, this dude is badass. I was watching the I think he lost his last fight, but I think he, he's, he's a hell of a fighter. He looks like he's 11. Yeah, he's tiny. Yeah, that's like, what are they, uh, He's 5'3". Yeah. He's 5'3". That's the same height as Kendra Lust. But I was at the end of Hard Knocks, you know, they, they, they go through a bunch of HBO promos, mm-hmm. and one of them was for the Triple G Canelo fight right. that Greg can't wait to happen. And then it's like, and, and on September, blah, blah, blah. Chocolatito Gonzalez, and I like fell out of my chair. I'm like, yeah. Chocolatito. You had never, we've talked about him on the show. That's a true person. I, yeah. I was, was he Guatemalan or something? Uh, he's Nicaraguan. Nicaraguan. I was going to say that next. You know everything about him, and I didn't even know he existed. Oh, he can ball. I think he lost his last fight, though. Pretty that I don't know about, but. Yeah, Chocolatito. But how about he's not, that? He can't live up to that name. Look at me. He doesn't. I epitomize that. I'm chocolate. He's not. Anything I say would probably get me in trouble now. So we're going to say thanks to Gary Stoken, <laughs> the Peach All Bowl president and CEO for checking and so in. so is Brian. Ian Eagle, <laughs> Steve Berline, James Lofton, and somebody I can't remember is on tomorrow's show when Brian may or may not be here. I will certainly be, though, on Geo and Jones. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 